Community of Hope, blessed to share this message with you today. Back home from Minneapolis, I learned some incredible things there in Minneapolis, and I believe it's really informed and helped to shape this message I have to shape today. Uh, that if you would allow me, I want to go to Acts, the second chapter, the 42nd verse. Acts, the second chapter, the 42nd verse. We're still continuing in that path we've done since Pentecost Sunday. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Brothers and my sisters, I asked it. Uh, you, you would walk with me a little bit today because I really want to share on this subject today. We're in this thing together. We're in this thing together. Come on, won't you pray with me, God? In Jesus' name, we thank you uh, that we are in this thing together. Now we ask, God, that you would grab hold of me and speak to me and through me to bless your people. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We're in this thing together. Matter of fact, if you can do me a favor right there in the chat or however you're connecting with us, won't you just type together, uh, together. We're in this thing together. You know, as I was reading that scripture, uh, the scripture talks about what the, 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 they would be together uh, breaking bread with each other. They would, they would eat their meals, what? Together. Reminded me of a little bit earlier in the beginning of that chapter um, in Acts, second chapter. It said they were um, all in, in one place, what? Together on the day of Pentecost. They were in one place together. Um, it, there's an interesting and beautiful thing about togetherness. Uh, even as I read uh, Acts, the second chapter, it made me think about an old Al Jarreau song. It says, we're in this love together. Oh, there's a horrible thing to be in a love by yourself. It's a horrible thing to be in a situation by yourself. But we're in this thing. What? Together. Uh, that one of the things and one of the reasons this church is named what it is is because we believe in the power of being together. We're called what? The community of hope where everyone has a chance. It doesn't say uh, uh, just the hangout of hope. It doesn't say the destination of hope. It says the community of hope. Community designating that we're in this thing and we come together as community. We're in this thing together. And I believe there are some things we can learn from the early church that can help us to understand uh, how to be able to move in this moment in our existence. Because the reality is when we look at our community, it doesn't feel like we're really together. When we look at how the crime is starting to skyrocket uh, in our region, it doesn't feel like we're together. Whether you look at D.C., whether you look at Prince George's County, as you can see the carjackings have gone up a, 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 a double digits and homicides have gone up double digits since the last year. And, and a lot of these are happening by our young people. It does not feel like we're in this thing together. Uh, the reality is when you look, uh, the Washington Post just had an article that said in D.C. Uh, that 8 out of 10 uh, D.C. coronaviruses are black residents. That's right, the black residents now make up 8 out of 
10 uh, coronavirus cases in DC. Doesn't seem like we're together. It seems like otherwise everybody else seems to be uh, feeling like they're coming back out of this thing, uh, that we end up being the ones disproportionately uh, impacted by it and at even higher levels than it was before. Uh, doesn't feel like we're in this together. One of the reasons that they felt, or a couple of reasons they felt was one, uh, that they felt that we had a higher hesitancy rate than other folks, but also it said that DC folks, black folks in DC, uh, had uh, a different level of access uh, to the vaccine. Uh, that there are disparities that have been working against us, and so as a country, uh, we're not in this thing what together. As a country, if you look uh, all over this country, uh, you can look at the fact that uh, that folks are now uh, shaping laws on the books to try to be able to keep black and brown people from voting. In this country, we're not in this thing together. That we had literally a riot, we had an insurrection at our U.S. Capitol, and we can't even get our legislators to come together to be able to do a commission to investigate uh, the situation. They tried to overthrow our government, and, and, and we're so separate uh, that we can't even agree on a commission uh, to be able to get together uh, to be able uh, to find out and get to the root of all that happened. My brothers and my sisters, we've got to get together, got to get together in our households, got to get together in our families, got to get together in our communities, got to get together in this nation. And I believe there's some things we can learn from this text. I'm going to be real brief today that can help us get it together. Now, I, I almost made a mistake right there because the reality is that oftentimes we say get it together when really it's get us together. Uh, the, you, you can't get it together until you get us together. We've got to get us together. One of the first things if you're going to get us together is you've got to get our minds on the same page. We've got to get our minds on the same page. And when you look at the scriptures, it said they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They devoted themselves to the teaching because it helped to get their minds right. It helped to get their minds centered. And it helped to get them all on the same page. Uh, the, they sat and they studied the word of God. They studied the apostles' teaching. The apostles were teaching them about all the that Jesus did all that Jesus taught them and as they studied the apostles teaching the whole early church was together they were on one accord in their mind they were getting teaching to get their mind right now come by to tell somebody today that one of the first places we've got to start is we have got to start in our community by getting our minds right getting our minds on the same page that we have got to be able to reach out to our brothers and our sisters and help make a shift in mentality that we are allowing social media uh, uh, to be able to dictate where people's minds are. We're allowing a regular a radio to be able to dictate where people's minds are. We're allowing influencers and celebrities to be able to dictate where people's minds are. But the truth be told, uh, if it is not the word of the Lord, uh, then it will have folks astray. Uh, but it is time for the church to make sure that we are preaching and teaching and sharing to everybody the word of the Lord about a Jesus that died, about a Jesus uh, that, that, that lived, about a Jesus that was resurrected, about a Jesus who, who, who's a justice 
kind of a Jesus, but a Jesus who cares about your everyday issues, uh, that we've got to get our minds right. This nation has got to get its mind in order, that our, our mind is reprobate. We've got a reprobate mind as a nation, as a nation, uh, that we have a rebellious mindset as a nation, uh, that our mind as a nation, this nation has been so steep in white supremacy all of this time that it has just got whiteness on its mind. But in order for this nation to heal, it's got to get its mind right. And we've got to get us together. The second thing you've got to understand, we look at that same scripture, is, is you've got to get your stomachs full. It's right. If we're going to get together, both stomachs have got to get full. When you look at the scripture, it, it's interesting to me because here you have this early model of the church and they were always eating. It, it's crazy to me. They were always eating. And, and, you know, folks always used to laugh about the fact that in the old church, they were always having some kind of dinner, always doing some kind of a thing. They were always eating. But they understood uh, that there's something that happens in the breaking of bread together. The other thing they understood was that it was important because they had this diverse crowd because they had some folks who may have had this little something and were really helping the movement along. But they had other folks that didn't have much of anything. Uh, the, that the movement was shaped and set up to be able to make sure to take care of the physical needs of the people. And, and, and we can't be the kind of church we need to be, Community of Hope, if all we do is preach Jesus, but we let folks go hungry. We can't be the kind of a church that we need to be if all we do is shout Jesus at everybody, but let them be jobless. That we can't be the kind of church that God has called us to be um, if all we do is talk Jesus to them and folks are living and healthcare deserts and, and, and food deserts and, and, and mental health deserts. No, we, we've got to be able to do stuff to take care of the tangible needs of the people. And, and, and that's something to be said even if you're going to be able to try to get folks in your life together. Sometimes we're preaching to folks and sometimes we're talking to folks but we don't realize they've got some other needs that are going unmet. And until we help them deal with that practical needs they've got, it's going to be hard to get them to shift in the direction you want them to go because you've got to be able to produce opportunities for folks. That's why we shaped the Hope Center. The Hope Center is a place of opportunity. It is a place in which we shall be helping folks with jobs and helping folks with workforce training and helping folks with food and mental health. It's that place in which the church is attempting to meet the tangible. That was one of the brilliances of the Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party understood that they did not just a fight for justice. They did not just fight for policy, but they also shaped food programs. They also shaped schools so that they could take care of the tangible needs of the community, a community of hope uh, that we, if we're going to get us together, uh, we've got to be able to dream bigger and envision farther of how we can meet the needs of our community because our community is not together. But the third thing is that once you get folks' minds right, once you get their stomachs full, you've got to get their hearts overflowing. The people have to feel it. People have to feel it. That, that, that one of the challenges, uh, if we're honest, is, is that, is that in, a, in a generation, we, we shape church so much about uh, a, 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 a people, a, a experiencing a move, but they really didn't experience the power.
that we showed people certain patterns so if a certain beat played and that meant that you shouted and if a certain a thing was done that meant that you did this and if a certain thing was done that meant you did that and, and I'm not hating on praise and worship I love praise and worship but you've got to understand that the heart of praise and worship is connecting your heart to the heart of God but when it becomes all performance when it becomes all just let me do what I'm supposed to do in this moment and not that's how I feel out of an overflow of my heart then that that's how we miss it. But we've got, it said that they were watching signs and wonders all the time, that all the time they were watching and experiencing the power of God. And I've come by to tell somebody that if you want to get some stuff together, whether it's in your family, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's on your job, whether it's in your community, whether it's in this nation, let them feel the power of God moving in the middle of you all. That you've got to be able to call on God and let God talk back. You have got to be able right where you are to believe that God is a healer and watch God heal sick bodies. You've got to believe that God is a way maker and watch God make ways. And when God does what God does, give God all the honor, the glory, and the praise. You see, uh, uh, when our hearts overflow, when we experience the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and that's what uh, excites me about this moment in time because while it doesn't seem like we're all together and while I'm telling you we've got to get us together and not just get it together, what I do realize when I look at that old church is that church wasn't together just because the people were together but that church was together uh, because the Holy Spirit was right there with them. And I've come by to let you know uh, that as we get together with the Holy Spirit, when we pull uh, ourselves together with, with the power of the living God, then things can change and things can be transformed and things can be made brand new and things uh, the down can get up and the sick can get healed and the bound can get delivered. That when we put our hands and, and our hearts uh, in connection together with the spirit of the living God, spirit of the living God fall fresh on us. My brothers and my sisters are that we are in this thing what together we can't do it by ourselves our community cannot be what it needs to be if it's not for you that we need you in this thing that's why we say it every single Sunday we're the community of hope where everyone has a chance that we don't care who you are or what you've done or who you did it with we don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning uh, but when you get connected with us you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God's called you to become we believe that God's got a blessing with your name slam on it we're in this thing together and we don't care how you've messed up we believe that God has a space and a place for you come on walk this journey with us and we'll try to help you to grow in teaching. That we'll try to make sure that your needs, your tangible needs are met and addressed. But most of all, we want to come together with our hearts overflowing in gratitude for watching the power of God move in our lives. Look, if you never accepted Jesus,